If you find value in the content we provide, consider the tip jar. All the details are in the show notes of every episode. Thanks in advance. This has been an ACB community call. Today's Unmute Presents Community Call was hosted on Tuesday, September 19th, 2023. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Unmute. So as usual, I want to remind everyone we're going to take first hands. If we get through everyone the first time through, then we will take second hands. Also, please be respectful so that everyone can get their question answered. The same respect that you would want for your question. Let's see. There's a lot that's been going on since we've seen you guys last. We had a big, huge Apple event last week, and that's why we weren't here. And they came out with new phones and watches and a bunch of software, which was released yesterday, actually. So the question of the day is going to be, did you update to either the iPhone or watch software update? And if you did, what do you like or hate so far? And if you didn't, why didn't you? And as usual, we've got Michael Deutsch with us. Hey, Michael, how's it going? Hi, everyone. Doing great. And we also have Michael Babcock with us. As usual, what's going on, Michael? Not a whole bunch, Marty. Um, Very interesting times uh, with some of the new stuff that's been released. And we appreciate everyone for joining us today. Uh, And do you want me to give a quick recap of some of the content that's published? Would that be helpful? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so uh, we're going to go over some of the unmute content uh, that's been published lately. Uh, And we'd be glad to answer any questions if people have those as well, uh, to the best of our abilities. So uh, recently on Sunday, I showed you how to slow speech down on the Blind Child Classic 2. On Thursday, uh, Lucy went through and showed you how to listen to podcasts and music on your A device. And then last Sunday, we published uh, the uninstalling applications on the Blind Shell Classic 2. Now, you might have noticed that I didn't say anything about Friday Finds uh, or some of the other content. Friday Finds is now its own podcast. So if you're interested in keeping track of Friday Finds with Lynn, simply search for Friday Finds with Lynn in your favorite podcast app. So that's a quick overview, Marty. Awesome. All right. Well, it looks like we've got a bunch of hands. So let's get to it, Sheila. Excuse me. All right, Christy, go ahead and unmute. Hello, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. I have a question about uh, Nuance. It's with uh, dictating software, and it's called... Um, Dragon. Yeah, Dragon. Yeah, Dragon Anywhere by Nuance. And do you know anything about that, that dictation software? Dragon uh, uh, used to be... Dragon used to be the pretty much industry standard for a Windows machine. They used to have it for Mac. I don't think they're developing for Mac anymore because Mac has actually really good dictating software built in already to the operating system. But I think they do make it for Windows if you're looking for dictating for Windows. Are you looking for Mac or Windows or what are you looking for? Uh, probably, probably Windows. I mean, probably Windows. 
I just didn't know if you knew anything about it, whether it was a festival within the UBA or what. So, so oh, oh, go, go ahead, ahead Michael. <laughs> Uh, I, I've used uh, Dragon a lot before in Windows. I know that they're, I don't know if it, I think it's still in development uh, by uh, Brian Hartgen, the JSA, I believe it's called. Yep. I believe. And, and that is a uh, companion application to Dragon that makes it work better with JAWS. And uh, I know that uh, there, I believe Dragon is still being produced and it is very useful for Windows for long form dictation. Windows has its own built in dictation, but the, the, what Dragon allows is for longer form dictation into uh, Windows applications. Right, because we actually, or I actually have been listening to, I found this book by an author who uses dictation to write his novel and he uses the nuance. That's why I was interested in it because I have a bunch of book ideas and it would be easier to dictate it than sit there and type it. I'm not a good typist. Yeah, so Dragon will be a good solution for you. Um, I don't know of any NVDA add-ons because you specifically asked about NVDA. Would be worth doing some research on that and Googling Dragon with NVDA to find out what solutions have been made available. Brian Harchin from Harchin Consultancy did do the JSA, and he he recently updated that, actually, I think earlier this year. Uh, so that will allow Dragon and JAWS to work in tandem, so you can work with JAWS and, and Dragon dragon together and then of course it comes down to the quality of the audio that you put into the dictation as to how well it's going to uh work for you one also one advantage to using a tool like dragon is you can control your computer so it does work great for dictation but if you need to control your computer you can also do that if you're running windows 11 i also recommend exploring voice access which is a similar feature but it is built into windows so that's what we have on dragon for you hopefully that helps a little bit yep not a problem thank you no problem who we got next sheila dan marshall hey dan how's it going dan we don't hello there There you you go i think christy answered most of my questions because uh i'm also interested in the the same thing but we have to find a place that has decent internet that's our problem and that's all i have to say thank you (laughs) you're welcome Appreciate it, there. All right, Jeff, you can unmute. Okay. Hey, Jeff. Hello. Hey, Jeff, how's it going? Hello, hello, Marty. It's going great. Thanks for asking. Um, I updated HomePod yesterday, TVOS yesterday. Um, iOS is updating right now on my 12 Pro Max. And um, even though I've heard about some bugs with voiceover, I'm just going to just jump in with both feet. Yeah, the phone's pretty good. There's a couple small things, but it's pretty stable. Um, I'm excited to change the speaking rate of Siri. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. I had, I hope you don't mind, two quick questions. No, um, go for it. One's about JAWS. Does anybody know the the keystrokes for copy the path or copying um, you know, the file path? I don't off hand i can try to look that up for you real quick unless michael d knows but i don't know that offhand oh, i mean God. you can always hit f6 and oh no that wouldn't work that would only copy the path to the folder so uh i will look that up real quick what's your other question there jeff okay so regarding um 
USB-C on the new iPhones. We're talking um, Pro versus non-Pro. USB 2.0 on the non-Pro versus the USB, I think, what, 3.1 on the Pro version? Yeah, the only really major difference is the speed of the data transfer. Other than that... I'm sorry to interrupt, Marty, but specifically, there's no difference in the charging speed with either with those two versions. That's correct. No, they're the same. Okay. Thank you. 20 watts is the max. Thank you very much. Yep. And before we go on to the next one, uh, Jeff, this is not a JAWS-specific keystroke, but it looks like in Windows, if you hold Shift and you right-click the file, so Shift and... Maybe that won't work. Shift and Shift F10, uh, there may be an option in that context menu to copy past to file. Um, I will boot up Windows and try that here in a moment. Unless you have an applications key, then you can do Shift applications key. I yes. do. I've got the, the MX key. So I there, um, yeah, Shift applications, applications key. key. There you go. Shift applications key, and that should give you a copy path to file menu in that context menu. Thank you very much, guys. And really quick, just so everybody knows, with the new phones, USB-C is a new port on the bottom for charging, but it also does other things, transfers data, you can plug in external hard drives and do backup. But one cool thing is you can also charge other devices. So let's say you've got a pair of AirPods that have USB-C, you can plug a USB-C cable into the bottom of your phone and then into your AirPods and your phone will charge your AirPods or if you have a watch or other things. So it's two-way charging. It's pretty cool that you can do that. So always have an extra cable with you so that you can keep your stuff charged up. All right. You ready? Yep. Go for it. All right, Pam. Okay. Uh, I have not updated yet for several reasons. One is uh, I've simply had a lot going on in my life and today is more of same. And you know, it's going to take a while to learn all the new settings and even go through them. The other reason I haven't updated is I had a dreadful experience. I want to say it was iOS 10, but the effects have, <laughs> I've never forgotten it. Uh, I had articles left over in my notification center, and right now I have a ton of them. And that particular time when I updated, all of my notifications disappeared. They were gone, just vanished in thin air, no way to bring them back. And so always I try to wait until my notification center is empty before I do the big iOS update. So that's where it stands right now. And I'm on an iPhone. So um, what was the instability you referred to on voiceover on an iPhone? What what was the problem? I I don't know who uh, you're talking to because none of us said anything about it. Oh, okay. Voiceover. Oh, someone mentioned it a few minutes ago about voiceover um, okay. instability or I will reasonably say- stable or whatever. I will say this has been the most stable beta that I've been part of uh, with voiceover, with respect to voiceover and iOS in general. So 
Uh, it was explained on a call that I was on yesterday that upgrading to iOS 17 is almost as stable as upgrading to a uh, point release on iOS 16. Um, gotcha. So yes, you are going to notice some differences in the interface, but for oh, yeah. the most part, everything seems to be fairly stable. I haven't had too many issues with voiceover. There was a accessibility grade uh, that was released uh, last week or earlier this week. Um, I saw that. Some talking about some issues with voiceover, yes. I personally cannot replicate most of those issues. Um, okay. So I just want to let people know, take that with a grain of salt because it gotcha. doesn't affect everyone. But and I think, as you know, I think a lot of people update, guess, a lot make of people sure you back up your data. <laughs> gotcha. Oh yeah. I always do that. Um, but even then you lose your notifications if they're going to go. Uh, but I think a lot of people, um, uh, assume their bugs before they've even bothered to check their settings. Great um, call out there, Pam. Thank you very much for your <laughs> comments. Appreciate it. Thank you. No worries. Sheila, who do we got next? Jane. Go ahead and unmute. Hey, Jane. Hi. Uh, yeah, for me, I have two phones. <laughs> One's updating right now. Uh, but uh, for me, how um, I was in a situation over the weekend where I had to sign uh, a word document not just a pdf but i don't know how to to sign uh i never had to sign a word document before and i don't really know how like where to go how to sign it or even convert it to a pdf to even sign so you, you might want to look is this on your phone uh well i have <laughs> Depends what I have at the time, but I have one okay. Windows and one Mac and a phone, so I don't really. So uh, if you have Word in Windows, there should be an option to sign in Word. I'm not exactly right? sure where that is. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's in the ribbons <laughs> somewhere. You know, they move things around all the time. So do Alt Q and search for sign. Yeah. Oh. Uh... That's that's the best way to find a menu option when you don't remember or know where it mm -hmm. is, is Alt-Q will let you search the menus of Microsoft Word, and then you can type in the word sign, and you should find it. Uh, I'm going to be fully transparent with everyone. When I get a document that I need to sign, whether that be Word, PDF, uh, anything, I will take that, drop it into the Ira desktop app, and I will call Ira and say, hey, can you help me sign this real quick? Mm -hmm. And they can sign on behalf of you. Um, or if you're not comfortable with that, you can sign a piece of paper and uh, they'll help you take a picture of that signature and then they can apply that to the document for you as well. Nice. I didn't even, yeah, that, that that's what I had over the weekend. I called up an agent and he couldn't figure it out either. So <laughs> I, I, don't ask, I, I don't even know where to begin. I guess I would have tried to convert it myself, maybe to a PDF. That would have been. You can save the PDF in Word, but yep. you know, like, like Michael said, I, you know, if you have Ira, just use the Ira desktop app and tell them specifically what you need done, and and because a lot of the times these folks may not know exactly what they need to do, like you know, so giving them the proper instructions may kind of help that process or things like that. And how do I get this? This is an app you said on the which desktop. Um, so. 
So it's called the Ira Desktop app. It's actually a web browser, an app inside the browser. So if you go to ira.io slash app slash desktop, that'll take you to the Ira Desktop app. You'll need to sign in and then you can upload files there. You can chat with people with the Ira agents as well. Um, so if you go to ira.io slash app slash desktop. And hopefully that helps you out there, Jane. Um, unfortunately, those will be the only two answers I, I, that we have right now. Um, and good luck. All right. Sheila, All right. Sheila. Who's on next? All right, Lynn, you can unmute. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? I have not updated yet. I'll wait a while because I want to see what everybody has problems with. <laughs> <laughs> um, Better to be so, safe than sorry, right? That's right. I'm doing just fine right now. <laughs> um, I don't know if this is a, a possibility and it might be very involved. And if it is, I can chat with you later about this but my mother has some picture albums that she wants to give me and i wondered if there's any way so i have a mac an iphone a um pc and then she has an ipad is there any way to scan those pictures in somehow into the computer there is you would need a scanner probably some sort of device to scan you can well, there's a couple things you can do. You could look for a scanner and you could do it yourself at home if you wanted to do that. Okay. But if you're not wanting to do that, one thing you could do is just take all the photos, maybe to like Kinko's and have them scan it in for you. And then you can have okay. them put it on a thumb drive or a hard drive, something like that. And then you just take okay. them home, plug it into your computer and upload them into your photos app. And then okay. you could share them with your mom and she could look at them and you could look at them and you can organize them however you want and go from there. Okay. And when you just another really quickly, can you also put descriptions in the um, names of those pictures? Yeah. You when know? you, once you get them digitized, right. once you put them back on your computer, if you choose right. to use the photos app, there's an mm -hmm. info button in there and you can go in there and you can put information okay. in there so that they have actually data attached to each picture. Okay. Michael. Okay. Michael. Yeah. EG. Yeah, I was just going to suggest that depending upon where she lives, if there's a, a good library in her city, a lot yeah. of them will make scanners available for free, and you can okay. scan it and and do it that way. Uh, particularly okay. if they have a genealogy library where they're where you know and it's family pictures, they're happy to okay. help. Okay, thank you so much. That's what was my question. So thanks a lot, guys. No, I appreciate no it. No problem. Good luck. Thanks. All right. Thanks, EG, about uh, letting us know about that. Chanel. All right, now I'm in the window. So I um, have not updated. I, like I said, it's a bit unusual for me because normally I do kind of embrace it right away, but I'm just curious to see what sort of things everyone experiences. That being said, I'm kind of picking an interesting update if it's not really all that eventful, but just hearing about some of the voiceover focus issues has me a little bit concerned um and also i do kind of have to watch it hasn't so much stopped me before but sometimes you know the um i use the dexcom g6 app and sometimes dexcom is not very good at well they're never really very good at keeping the apps um in progress with the latest ios updates so that and braille um i am starting to do more braille stuff on my mac now but um uh, there's always interesting bugs with iOS and Braille. So, yeah, I have waited, but, you know, it, 
if I keep hearing that this is just such a smooth release, who knows? It, it's, <laughs> I, I don't know yet, but for once in my life, I'm waiting. <laughs> so there you go. Chanel, I want to point out one, a few things here. Um, you know, we've been testing it through the beta process. I've, you know, I'm not a constant voiceover user, but everything seems to be working pretty well as focus. It just depends, you know, mileage varies by iPhone, right? Yeah. So that's one thing to keep in mind. But the main thing I wanted to tell you that's good news is, at least for me, um, I use the Freestyle Libre 2, and it uh-huh. works It works perfectly on 17. That's good. So um, if it's... It, it it might, you know, Bluetooth seems to be working the same between 16 and 17. You know, we, you know, I helped develop way around and it works perfectly with NFC. So if you have to scan with NFC, your, your sensor. So all of those no, things. No, we're not NFC yet. We're still Bluetooth, but yeah, sounds like. Well, the, you want it Bluetooth. So that's a good thing. Yeah. But yeah, um, because you're getting con- continuous readings. Yep. So. Uh, I think that uh, as long as you're getting numbers, right. But I I think that it's a great update. You know, the interactable widgets are really neat on the home screen. Uh, Being able to, to do things like that is really cool. And then uh, just more and more things will be coming out. The journaling app is not out yet, but I'm looking forward to that. So there's some great things around the corner with 17. And as of right now, just to give you a quick heads up, Chanel, because I've used both Dexcom G6 and G7 over the last month, experimenting Mm -hmm. with both of them. Uh, Both of the Dexcom applications do currently display the standard message that states that this version of. Yeah. um, And so that everything else seems to be working well. The one caveat, and it could be related to the G7 versus the G6, is uh, periodically, especially at night, my Dexcom does become disconnected. But again, that could be related to the G7 because I never had that issue with the G6 on iOS. Oh, I sometimes have that issue just in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. One thing, though, I heard about the Libre is you do still want, for some reason, there's some stand mode or some mode and that disables notifications or something or or whatever. So I heard with the Libre, you still want to, you'd want to turn that off or, you know, when you set something on its side, like to be like a, on a nightstand, yeah, standby Mm -hmm. mode or something. I, there was some release that somebody forwarded about that, that you want to disable that maybe, or make sure your notifications still come through. So, yeah. Anyway, um, thank you for the info. That does really help. So I probably will go grab the update. Thank you. Thanks, Chanel. Just join us on the dark side. Who do we got next, Sheila? <laughs> Nolan. <laughs> hey, Nolan, how's it going? Good. Um, I have some. So I have some concerns myself, and I actually read some information on Apple Viz's website, and I've heard a post in the comment section saying that there was a problem. Relating, like, there was, like, a serious problem relating to Braille uh, with voiceover where um, in um, the issue where it involves connection. And I would be careful if you're going to update. I would hold off, though, and wait until... After the final, uh, until after the initial release, and then update because there's a potential 
there's a potential glitch that can cause a risk of and, accessibility. And and I appreciate that and, and hearing that because you're right, there are some Braille displays that do have some some gotchas. And if you are 100% dependent on Braille, especially for yep. someone who has hearing loss, then that is a valid concern. On the other hand, however, if no one updates because they're scared of the Braille issues that they might encounter, then Apple's not going to hear about those issues and they're not going to get enough uh, feedback to be able to get those resolved. So it's and, it's really a balancing game. If you mm-hmm. can deal with some potential Braille issues, I do highly recommend updating because then you can provide your feedback to Apple so they can fix it for people who are reliant on Braille. And it was my understanding that they fixed many of those issues in one of the latest betas yes okay so yep definitely do your your due diligence and and you're right if if you need that braille then then wait nothing wrong with waiting and and mm-hmm. i want people yeah, to understand might, there is nothing just, wrong with waiting yeah because i use an nls braille e-reader uh-huh. provided to me by braille and hawking book library out of lansing michigan and i really don't want to deal with all the fighting and all the hassle so now i have <laughs> I'm going to wait a month or two there you until go. I yep. hear back from Apple otherwise. And again, when, when you're reading these bug reports online, uh, my view is, is that we, none of these things are confirmed to be happening to all users. And, and so when, when people get so concerned about these bugs that they're reading on AppleViz and places like that, there's entire groups of people that have not even experienced like the, the, the tap the the double tap bug right so it, it's one of those things when you're reading this stuff online um always kind of trust but verify is is my way of looking at things like just it. because yeah, one person always, has a problem doesn't mean everyone is going to have that problem yeah i've also have noticed that um i've also noticed when i was listening to the podcast that thomas donville did he, de- I think he demonstrated some of the. Uh, I think he demonstrated some of the features, but not all of them pertaining to voiceover. There's also uh, per voice settings in there in iOS 17. I talked with somebody at Apple Accessibility, and they, um, the only thing that they can find is. Uh, not as much information in terms of enhancements with voiceover, but there's only some new accessibility features when I spoke with them this morning on the phone. And keep in in mind, they're just now being trained on that stuff too. You know, they, they do not get all of the information until we do. So uh, keep those things in mind. And, and yes, there are new per voice settings for certain voices. So that's a pretty neat feature as well. Like with the Alex TTS voice too, I'm pretty serious. To, I'm pretty curious to see what he is going to sound like if I change the tone of his voice. That'd be kind of interesting to find out. There you go. Hey, Play with that and see guys. how it works. So thank you, Nolan. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Sheila, who do we got? All right, Bell. Hey, Bell. Hello. Can you hear me? We certainly can. Oh, good. I'm on my phone today and i'm going to tell you some good things before i get into the bad and i won't take long um i for the first time tried my bluetooth open move headset 
to listen to email and uh, read my Bible, which I get from, you know, emailed to me um, scripture every day. And so that was really cool. I've never done it before. Um, and I'm thinking about getting the um, open run. Is that what it's called? Open run? That's the next one up. Um, yep. Yes. Uh, to have, because I don't think the microphone is that good on the open move, or am I mm. wrong about that? So if microphone is important to you and you want a decent microphone, but you like the form factor of the shocks and how they sit in front of your ears, you want to look yep. at the open comm. And remember, that's comm for communication. And that puts a microphone on your left side that comes down towards your mouth, uh, but it, they still sit in front of your ears. So that would be the next one to look at would be open comm. Is it light or white? It is. Good. Uh that's that's good to know. Yeah. Another thing, and I, I will uh, just be very brief about way around. I'm having a problem with with that. I just cannot get the uh, and and my sighted friend, my actually my cousin, she can't do it either. We can't get the picture, and and she can she has perfect vision. I don't know what the problem is, <laughs> and and you know I've got some other issues with uh, some other problems but i don't want to go into it because we have other people but um anyway that is a problem and i've tried blind shell and my iphone um so what do you mean you, you can't get uh, the picture i'm, I'm confused by yeah. that I mean, the, not picture but the the focus focus on the whatever i'm trying to i mean the uh the <sighs> labeling you know so, Belle, I think I know the issue, and Michael will step in here. Are you trying to take a picture of the tag itself with your camera? Because that's not how the way around tags work. Well, we're trying to label it. So we enter the information, and it doesn't take. Okay. So what we need to do, if if you'd like, uh, we can take an, if, if, um we, we should get in contact offline, and we can talk about that because I, I work for way around, so. Uh, okay. We want to make sure that you're up and running and, and having that work. So if you send us an email, Bell, you have our email feedback at unmute.show. I will forward your details with your permission on to Michael, and he'll reach out to you and get something set yes. up if that's okay. Uh, okay. Now I'll have to get with my cousin because I do want her to be there. No that worries. So, yeah, but well, send us an email with your contact details and we'll send those on to Michael. And then you guys can get together uh, at a time that works conveniently for you and your cousin and Michael. And then you guys, he'll help you with, with getting all squared away. Because yeah. I think it's a really simple fix that he'll just help you with figuring out how to get that yeah. all together. We'll get it Thank figured out. Thanks a bunch. No worries, Bell. Thanks for reaching out. Who do we got next, Sheila? Eric. Hey, Eric. How's it going? It's going okay. Um for the young lady that oh. had the photo uh, thing, it's not good. She might, she might also check with uh, her local senior citizen center because they might have um, a library center within the center where she could scan those pictures in. Um, and then I have a question about a couple weeks ago. You were talking about an app, a traveling app. Uh, other than Google Maps, and it was like a, a walking app. Do you happen to remember which one it was? No. I think it's uh, was the Microsoft one. What, what was... Oh, uh, open... Um, so there's now... It could have been uh, Soundscape. 
is the name of the Microsoft app. It's back in the app store as Soundscape. Um, and then there's also Voice Vista, which is a similar premise of Soundscape, but has a, in my opinion, much better interface. So those are two apps that will play for you when you are out and about. Um, the names of buildings and destinations and and uh, crossings that you're coming up to. Um, and it'll play that for you in spatial audio. So you're aware of where that building or crosswalk is in relation to you while walking down the road. Um, so I would look for Soundscape or Voice Vista. There is okay. one other. It's called Blind Square. The only thing about that app, it does cost money. So if you're not looking to spend money, I would go with the other two. But if you don't mind spending money, it has a lot of features. It gives a lot of information and it is a good app. Uh, so there's three options there. Yeah. I, I, it's hard for me because we look at, we live in kind of a rural area. So uh, yeah. Google Maps. It has a tendency to lose me, and that's a bad thing for me. <laughs> In rural yeah. areas, I do recommend Soundscape or Voice Vista over Blind Square or Google Maps because it it seems to work better. Were you going to say something, Michael? No, I've been muted. Oh, oh okay. So, yeah, uh, Voice Vista or Soundscape. Look both of those up and play with those and see how that helps you out. Okay. Thank you guys very much. Yep. Good luck to you. Yep. All right, All right, William. Hey, William. Hello, everyone. So I did update to iOS 17.0, and I still have to play around with it um, uh, just a little bit. And I was wondering, to get to the different voices, what do I have to do to get to the different uh, voices if I want to explore what the different voices sound like? They're going to be in the voiceover settings. So you would go to settings, accessibility, <laughs> voiceover and then in there you can go in and pick the different voices okay very good well thank you very much you guys have yep, a great no day. problem all right we're out of new hands you've got to repeat okay so jeff go ahead okay. hey, i was kind of curious if any of you three gentlemen plan on upgrading or not um and why thank you I already upgraded uh, both my phone and my watch and my iPad. I wanted to see what the Gold Master was like, if there was bugs, not bugs. And of course, I just like having all the new things, but also we need to be up to date to let other people know, you know, what's good, what's bad, what works, what doesn't work, where are the bugs, all that kind of stuff. I have been updated since before convention. And then at con before convention, I uh, like a week before convention, I downgraded back to 16 for st stability, traveled to convention. And before I got on the plane to go home, I upgraded back up to beta because that's the type of person I am. And I'm a glutton for punishment. And then uh, I, so I've been on beta since then. What about you, Michael? <coughs> Ever since the developer beta came out in June, uh, I've, <laughs> I've had it on certain devices, um, iPhone, iPad, and Mac. And as of today, I'm on uh, the full release candidate versions of everything, including Mac as my production. So um, it's fantastic. I am super happy with Sonoma on the Mac. I know you weren't asking about that, but I like Sonoma on the Mac. Just saying. Uh, thank you, Jeff. Appreciate that. Uh, Sheila, who do we got next? All right, Lauren, you may unmute. Hey, Lauren, how's it going? Hi, guys. How you doing? Um, I have a couple of questions. 
first of all, um, my family and I want to try to get me an iPhone. And the thing that uh, that I'm concerned about getting the iPhone is it has no uh, raised buttons. So it's always a wonder how I'm going to maneuver it and, and stuff like that and, and then do what I need to do with settings and all that stuff. Is it best to get an iPhone that has Siri and, and just talk, you know, tell Siri and use voiceover? Or what is there, what's the mm. best strategy to do and to get training and stuff like that? I'm very well, opinionated on this. Do you want me to take it, Marty, or do you want to go? Go ahead. So two things, and I'm sure Marty and Michael have something to say. First of all, all of your iPhones that are available are going to have Siri. So it's not a matter of getting an iPhone with Siri on it. All of them will have Siri. Um, it, it, once you're comfortable with voiceover, push buttons aren't going to make a difference. However, there are some utilities out there that can assist you. Uh, for example, a friend Doug of Screen Speed Dots makes tactile screen overlays that sit on top of the phone. So if you need that physical orientation, you can feel your phone and get uh, these overlays that have dots on all of the letters or that have dots on the number pad if that's important for you. Um, and then lastly, Shelly Brisbane wrote a book and continues to update that book on a very annual, I was going to say regular basis, but on an annual basis called iOS Access for All. And before you go pick up a uh, iPhone, it may be advantageous to explore uh, the iOS Access for All book in order to get comfortable with the accessibility features that are available for iPhone users. So hopefully that answers a couple questions, Michael or Marty. I'll jump in here. Also, what I would wanted to suggest is, uh, I agree with Michael. Once you learn Siri and voiceover, you will understand that you won't necessarily need the tactile. Everything reads to you out loud. Uh, You learn how to navigate around the screen and... It, it, it does come together. It's a little bit of a learning curve, but once you learn it, it comes together. But if you do end up getting an iPhone, I would highly recommend getting VO Starter. And that is an app that you put onto your phone and it allows you to learn voiceover. And it also, you can get a companion podcast called VO Starter Weekly that goes along with that. And ironically enough, our Michael Doyce is the one who developed and made this app, and he could tell you a little bit more about it, Michael. Yeah, oh, so... Uh, oh, go ahead. That's, that's, really, that's really great. I, yeah, all, I'll try to, yeah. It's a free app, VO Starter, and the podcast is VO Starter Weekly, and mm-hmm. you can listen to those and, and learn how to use the iPhone through voiceover. And the app even has training and uh, makes you go through different lessons and quizzes and like practice areas so that you can get good at using your phone. That's really great. That's really great. If I get one, when, when I get one, I mean, that's what, so that's, and then, and then I have another question. Um, does anybody, does anybody here use gold wave, especially uh, there's this thing online, gold wave infinity. As in the audio editor. Yes. I don't use it. Um, does anyone here use it or has used it recently? Anybody? Which audio editor is that? Gold this is Goldwave. And then now, it's, and now there's something online. Goldwave Infinity. What would so you be I, using it for? For recording music um, on, on my keyboard, things like that. Use, uh, piano, things like that. And I'm going to make a reference to someone who I know is familiar with Goldwave uh, because I don't use Goldwave. I'm, I'm not a Goldwave user. However, if you send an email to community at acb.org and ask them to forward your information on to Tim Cummings, 
Uh, Tim uses Gold Wave, and he may be able to answer your questions about Gold Wave Infinity because I don't know about that. But I know Tim is a Gold Wave fan, and that's who I send people to if they have Gold Wave questions because he can answer them versus me guessing at them. Uh, There's also some other really great apps if you end up getting an iPhone. You know, they got like Fairwrite, Voice uh, Memos comes on there, plus um, there's a few others which are really good. Just Press Record. So, and both, actually, all of those I just mentioned work with uh, voiceover. So there's actually some good options for iOS out there. That's great. Okay. Thank you guys so much. Thank you yep. very much. Let us very know helpful. what you end up getting to see if you get something. Right. Okay. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. I interrupt. What was those two names of the voiceover app? Are you talking about the uh, audio <laughs> names? The, the voiceover. Yeah, the app. The voiceover app you just mentioned. VO Starter and the podcast is VO Starter Weekly. You V I E W Starter? Nope. V O as in voice over. So V O Starter. Starter. Okay. All in one word. Okay. V O space Starter. Yep. Starter. Okay. And that's the app. Okay. That's the app. Mm hmm. And Thank you can you. also find the podcast by searching for VO Space Starter, and you'll find Vo Starter Weekly. Okay. On the podcast. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> All right. Bell. Hello, Bell. Again? <laughs> we don't hear you. You're muted, Bell. You're still muted. All right. Well, let's go to Nolan. Okay. Oh, there you are, Bell. Go ahead, Bell. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I had it right on the unmute my. <laughs> audio but it didn't work but anyway that's the way it is but um i wanted to say i am still on 16 something i don't know what point uh, six something i think but anyway i don't know uh, how do i update to 17 i mean it, it i i'm on automatic update you would uh, have to go into settings, general software update, scroll all the way down to the bottom, and you'll see iOS 17 down there at the bottom. Click that, follow the little instructions, and there you go. And, and is it going to hurt me? Am I going to absolutely fall out with all the changes or whatever? I don't know. It shouldn't be an issue, so. but make sure you got your data backed up. And, and I, don't, I don't know how to do that either. <laughs> because. I this at Dropbox it says I've run out of space and on my computer this is you know and so I just dropped it I said I don't even have backup for my computer so if you, all I, if you want a I, seamless experience I would suggest going with iCloud it's built in and it kind of does it in the background so you okay. set up what you want it to back up whether it's your contacts your calendar your photos whatever it is and as long as you have your phone plugged in at night and you have your uh, backup setting turned on it should automatically back up every night for you okay so it should my phone I should plug in the phone every night is that because that's not the case with the blind shell. I don't think some people... Well, if you, it needs to be plugged in if you want it to back up. It won't back up unless you have it plugged into power. Oh, oh, okay. So it needs to be backed up and hooked up to Wi-Fi. And if the Wi-Fi okay. fails, it'll switch over to cellular. But it won't back up unless you're plugged in. That's kind of part of it. So if you okay. do want it to back up, plug it into power. Make sure your backups are turned on and it'll do it in the middle of the night. Thank you. All right. Nolan, go ahead. Okay, so can I, is it okay if I make a quick suggestion also? Sure, go ahead. Okay, so I also suggest if you have uh, Windows, 
I would suggest going into the Microsoft Store and downloading iTunes and doing a encrypted local backup of everything, including all your passwords and information before updating to iOS 17 as a suggestion. I just thought I would throw that out there. Appreciate that, Nolan. And and that is often forgotten. If you're a Mac user, you can do an encrypted backup on you by locating your iPhone in the sidebar in the Finder and then doing yep. a encrypted backup there as well. So thank you, Nolan. Appreciate it. Yep, you're welcome. As as long as your phone is plugged in, you should be able to. You may have to give it a couple tries to try to get it to allow. It may voiceover may ask you if you want to allow it double tap on your screen on the iphone and then if you're on the mac you're going to have to uh when you see the dialog box pop up when voiceover announces it you're going to have to allow it too by pressing vo space this is nolan and i'm done speaking thanks nolan thanks nolan all right marie you may unmute Hi. Hey, Marie, how can you hear doing? me okay? Yep, we can hear you. Okay, I have one quick comment for the guy looking for voices. After you go into accessibility and voiceover, you have to go into speech to find the voices. So they might keep looking yes. there. <laughs> you yes. missed that one step. But my question is mainly, uh, if you on um, Watch 10, um, somebody told me that the dock has gone away. Is that true? No, no, it's not true. So the way you access the dock now is the round button. You click it twice and it puts you into the dock mode. Now, I will tell you, it's a little bit wonky right now because mm-hmm. the way you used to update the dock or customize the dock with the apps is you would go into the app on your the watch app right. on your phone and do it. Right. Mm-hmm. But they looks like they removed the dock portion out of that app. And I don't see how you can edit, change, add new things to the dock within the dock element on the phone. You can delete things, but it seems like that's about it. I don't know. It's a little bit confusing. That's too bad. So when we figure it out, we'll let you know. (laughs) I like customizing the dock and I use it a lot on my watch. But somebody, he said it was just, well, he said something about you get to your apps via the crown, but he didn't say it was. Yeah, single click would be taking you to the main app list, all the apps on your phone. A double click will take you to the uh, dock now. And then the bottom button takes you to your control center. And then, of course, you can do the gestures. Oh, so the power button now goes to the control center? Yeah, if you click it one time. okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which is okay. nice when you set your phone down and you can't find your phone and you need to ping your phone from your watch. You just hit that side <laughs> button and then find ping your phone. If you can't tell, I have plenty of experience with that. And then, of course, you have the gestures, you know, two finger swipe up and well, down and all of those things. Lucky for me, I have two phones. I can always find one with the other. <laughs> there you go. All right. Thanks, guys. Yep. No problem. All right. You're almost at 10 till. Jeff, you may unmute. Hi again. Um, Hello. Talking about the the new watch um, software. So I use the bottom button to um, go in to um, like reopen workouts. So if I, whenever I update to um, what is it, 10, Mm -hmm. will that button not, it doesn't sound like it's going to work the same once I update. So how can I get to, I guess, like open app? the list of open apps. 
you would double click your crown. So instead of pressing that side button to go to your dock, which is where you currently go to, to get to your workouts, because it's open, yeah. um, you would double click the crown and that'll take you into your dock. And then you can find workouts there. Oh my gosh. That's a lifesaver. Double click the crown. And Marty yep. had a question regarding what you were saying about backing up the iPhone being plugged in. I assume, um, you don't necessarily have to be plugged into the cable. It can be, you know, charging on, on your, you know, your chip. Yeah, I'll rephrase that. It just needs to be connected to power. Cool, cool. Thanks, so you guys. can do MagSafe. You can have it plugged in. However, you can connect your phone to power. It just needs to be connected to power and connected to Wi-Fi. Now, it used to be only Wi-Fi was your option, but mm -hmm. they've now made it so that if your Wi-Fi fails, it can switch to cellular if you're in the middle of a backup. And for whatever reason, you lose a Wi-Fi connection. That's actually a newer feature that's come out in the past, like maybe a year or two. So a lot of people are still stuck on, if you're not hooked up to the Wi-Fi, it won't work. But you just have to tell it if it's uh, if you lose your Wi-Fi connection that it is okay to continue on cellular, and they do that because a lot of people don't have unlimited data. So, gotcha. That's some really awesome um, Q and A today. It's shows a real banger. Thanks a lot. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. And it looks like we don't have any hands. Is that correct? No, sir. You are correct. Man, I appreciate everyone's timely questions. We'll uh, talk for a moment to see if anyone else has any questions in the last probably about five minutes or so that we have. Um, otherwise, I have some announcements. Do you have anything you want to talk about before I give those quick announcements, Marty? Go for it. So number one, uh, I didn't talk to Marty about this, but we got a registration. So I'm going to throw this in here. Um, you have one more day if you are interested in registering for the ACB of Oregon Conference and Convention. We are offering a virtual aspect, and I need more people to register for virtual because I'm doing the audio video, and I don't want to do it for one person. Just saying. So if you're interested, go to acboforegon.org, get yourself registered, and uh, let me know your feedback about that form. I'm kind of proud of it. Uh, also, uh, Marty, uh, do you want to tell people how they can get a replay of this call and some other content we're getting we're publishing yeah sure so if you want to get a replay of this we edit it down and it usually goes out within a couple of hours after we're done and go off the air here and then you can find this in the unmute presents feed which you can find in any pod catcher so just open up whatever podcast application you want and look for unmute presents and you'll find it there you'll also find it in the main feed on IACast, and that'll give you all of the things that go out. IACast Network. Yep. Yep. IACast Network. That'll give you uh, all of the things that we put out, whether it's on IACast or Unmute. And we also have radio. So if you want to have something on in the background, Michael D, you want to talk about the radio for a second? Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about the radio. We we love the radio. So we record many of our shows. We're live on the radio on the IACast radio now. We do uh, technically working is recorded live the IACast, and we do that. We put it out on social media when we're going to go live for these recordings. So it, it's just a good idea just to have the radio on in case like, oh, wow, they broke in with some content. Great. But we're playing all of our shows all the time on IACast Radio. You can get to that in the iAccessibility app. You can also go to iacast.net slash listen. And you can tell your Echo device to open, open is the keyword, IACast Live. 
So there's a lot of ways to listen to it. We're always playing content on the radio. There's never dead air. So uh, keep listening. Put it yeah. on in the background, and it's it's uh, always educational. So there you better, have a never hand, be... guys. You have All right, we'll hand. take this last Thank hand, you. and then I'll close it up. Eugenia, go ahead. And Hi, good morning. Hey, Eugenia, how are yes. you? Yes. Hi, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, a quick update. I've been complaining about the keyboard with my iPad, mm-hmm. the Magic Keyboard. Mm-hmm. And I just learned a couple of days ago, talking to somebody, that they have the same keyboard that is not a Bluetooth keyboard. It's the one that you attach by magnet, the iPad, to the back. Mm-hmm. And um, they say uh, it's, you need different commands to, to use it. So they say I'm what was the last together. thing you said? You need to use it's different. You don't use it like a regular uh, voiceover uh, commands like you do with the Mac or the Bluetooth keyboard. I mean, you still so can use it to navigate around. You can use stuff. it with voiceover, but use different. Co- you use it differently. Yes, you, and you can you, use it very well. You still, yeah, the Magic Keyboard works great on the iPad. You still use the VO keys and all of those things. It works differently from a from a Mac for sure, uh, but there are different keyboard commands compared to the Mac, but. Uh, the using voiceover on a Bluetooth keyboard on iPad and the Magic Keyboard should be very similar. One thing to keep in mind: it does not have a function row. Yes, yes, but still, it wasn't. It's not working, and uh, I know somebody that has to get a Bluetooth keyboard to use it. But this other person told me that uh, she's using it, and she's going to show me how. Nice. Well, I'm glad to know yeah. that, that that's getting so resolved. So you know that it's, it, it's a difference. Nothing wrong with the keyboard. It's that it doesn't say anywhere that you use it. A little bit different. Very good. Well, thanks for following up and letting us know about that. We appreciate okay. it, Eugenia. All right. Have a great day. You too. You Thank too. you very much. Go ahead and wrap Bye. it up, Marty. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for coming. We appreciate it. Sheila and Brad, as always, we appreciate everything. Thank you very much. And thanks, everyone. If you need to get a hold of us, you can reach us at feedback at unmute.show if you have any questions, comments, or anything else for that matter. Everyone have a great week and we'll see you next time.